Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us. This is your SmackDown review for Friday, August 11th already. Goodness gracious, my goodness. I feel like summer has flown. We just got through SummerSlam. We've got so much more wrestling coming up. We've got All In Around the Corner. We have so many things cooking. We got All Out right on the end of it, right? We've got Payback not too far off, but we're just around the corner from SummerSlam. And our lovely guest today actually got to attend and was in the press room. We love seeing the ladies there. Stephanie, how are you? What's up? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so glad you were able to to fill in for our poor Alexis uh, was sick tonight. I thought he was going to be so bummed because I thought Santos Escobar might walk out champion. Uh, and he <laughs> loves Santos Escobar, but that's not what we got tonight. But we did get a whole lot happening on yes. SmackDown today. We do have a new U.S. champion, just not who we might have thought it was going to be. We've got a Hall of Famer Correct. returning. Is Jey Uso sticking around here? So much to talk about, guys. Get in your Super Chats and your Humper Chats at HumperChats.com. You can also follow along with us on Twitch and donate your bits over there if you are so inclined. Now, we got Rampage cooking right now, and there's some fun stakes over there with the women's wrestling picture, especially heading into Wembley Stadium. But we've got your SmackDown review for tonight. Yeah. A couple of other reminders. If you could subscribe to this YouTube channel, we are under 500 subscribers away from 100,000 wow. subscribers. Big milestone for us. I'm pushing for it. My Fightful anniversary is August 13th, so please, let's hit that milestone right around well, my happy anniversary. Happy early anniversary. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited. Um, I can't believe it's been two years already, but wild. A wild two years for sure. I'm yeah. speaking at podcast movement. Never thought I'd be saying things like that. So pretty <laughs> cool stuff happening there. So please give us a, a subscription. We are closing in on that milestone. We'll also ask you to please leave a thumbs up on this video. It's the best free way to support us. And we'll remind you to subscribe to Fightful Select. There is a scoop ski that you're going to want to hear about if you are looking at your all-in news coming tomorrow. Mm. A potential talent that 
nobody is talking about getting back in the mm. ring uh, who you don't even have on your radar probably yet. Mm. Uh, very exciting stuff happening at Fightful Select. So we ask you all of those things here at the top of the show. We, we have a laundry list of things that we ask for, but we appreciate all of the support. Um, what did you think of SmackDown overall tonight, Steph? I thought it was a good show. I thought it was a solid all-around post-SummerSlam show. I mean, obviously, you start getting some seeds as to what's coming next for certain people. Um, we have a new champion uh, all of a sudden. So I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what we're going to do going into Payback and obviously Fast Lane and Survivor Series. So some things to look forward to for sure. I feel like there were some obstacles in the way we got to some stuff tonight, but I'm excited about some of the end results that we got tonight. So we are going to get into all of that and more, but let's briefly touch on SummerSlam. That feels like it was like 10 years ago already when it was just this past <laughs> weekend, the way these yeah. wrestling weeks move along. Um, yes. How was your live experience at SummerSlam? It was awesome, to be honest. That was my first SummerSlam. Um, first time in the press box. Uh, and 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 doing media uh, as like interviewing and that type of thing. Uh, to be honest, it was honestly amazing. I, I absolutely loved it. I enjoyed it. watching it from the press box. You can kind of see everything. You see the audience. You see obviously what's going on in the ring. So you see everyone's reactions to things. And so it was really cool to see and just really to see it from that standpoint. Um, and you know, obviously, I thought it was a overall good card there were some things that you know i felt could have been different or left off or sure. whatever but it was just it was it was good i uh, i give it a seven six a se okay okay that seems like a fair number that seems like a fair number how many slim gyms did you eat in the press box i heard there were a lot of slim gyms uh, there were a lot of slim gyms uh i actually only had one uh okay. i did actually bring home like three or four for the fam though because they love slim gyms so I went ahead. They, yeah, like each person had like four or five in front of them. So I just <laughs> I went ahead and packed those up and took them home for the family. But I, I had one at SummerSlam. <laughs> I love it. I love that you participated and then you took it home for the family. What a woman. What a woman we have with us tonight. And Stephanie. You know, what can you uh, do? You got to think I about know. everybody, you know? It's true. It's true. Well, one thing that we saw at SummerSlam was a champion EO Sky walking out of the pay-per-view, which I was very excited about. And kicking off the show tonight, we have Charlotte and Asuka as a part of that fallout. Uh, I didn't love what happened here, but let's get into it a little bit. Ultimately, this ends in a no contest because, of course, it does. We have Charlotte slamming Asuka <laughs> and hitting a clothesline for a two. Charlotte spearing Asuka and setting up for that figure eight. But here comes damage control. The music hits. That distraction is enough to uh, fool Charlotte and Asuka rolls her up. And it's just a very, very weird uh, way to go about this. Because you knew nothing was going to happen clean out of this, right? Um, right? I feel like Charlotte and Asuka have some of the best in-ring chemistry of any two women's wrestlers in the whole wide world. They and do. to start this off and to have this be the fallout from it, not my favorites. And I also don't know if I want Charlotte sneaking into the title picture this early because she has a propensity to win those titles. And I want Io Sky to have a healthy and happy reign with that. So 
I didn't love what we got here. Now, what I do like is that Charlotte currently, this means, was doing non-title picture work, which is, that part we makes thought. me optimistic. I want to see more of that. Yeah, we did initially think. <laughs> uh, and I'm glad that Asuka is still on my screen. But to me, I feel like there's so much story with the two of them for that to be something that just sets up EO coming down. Yeah. Not like super thrilled about that. And quite frankly, the thing I want out of that mix is EO and Asuka. I feel like we've been asking for that since last SummerSlam, just about. Correct. Um, so I didn't unfortunately love the way we kicked off the show. Some good, some bad in there. I'm, I'm glad to see these women on my television. There's been a lack of TV time bug kind of going around uh, SmackDown and, and yeah. WWE in general for that. But I don't really think I want to see EO and Charlotte go at it right away because just kind of feels like that's not the the place we go. Now, maybe Bianca gets mixed up back in this somehow, but if there's anything I could ask for, it would be Asuka and Io Sky. Io won it from Asuka. That's the thing that makes the most sense. Well, I guess she technically won it from Bianca, but like kind of essentially won it from, from Asuka yeah. in a way. I think that's the, the match we all wanted to see, but um, I know I just threw a lot at you because there was so much going on in this this picture. But what did you yeah. think of the way we kicked off SmackDown tonight? So I agree. First of all, I think you saw me over here nodding. So <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I, I hate when people I hate. I know people are like, oh, well, you guys are complaining again about what. Look, first of all, I'm always happy when women kick off for main event. Right. I'm happy to see a women's segment kicking off the show. That's perfectly fine with me. For me, however, I just would have had your champion be the centerpiece here. I feel like, why is the champion coming out to Charlotte and Oscar For what? She's the champion. Like, people should be chasing her. She should be the forefront. If anything, it should have started with EO and Bailey and Dakota. Go in the ring, maybe have your little championship celebration, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? And then have other ladies come out and come after her and then you kind of you know pile it off from there but i'm like okay charlotte and, and oscar made sense as a fallout from the SummerSlam match that's perfectly fine i just don't understand why eo's out there i don't understand why your champion is out there chasing not actually chasing but just do you see what i'm saying like yeah, why is she out there she has nothing to prove she's the champion why is she out there it felt like she still had the briefcase instead of the title. Right. That's I was like, I, I was like, I was like, it made sense when she had the briefcase because she was like yeah. kind of threatening them. But you're the champion. They should be threatening you at this point. They should be chasing you. Why is Eo the one coming out there as the champion? All that tells me is that obviously Asuka and Charlotte are gonna one of them are gonna be in the title picture, I guess, next. Do I think that eventually Charlotte's gonna get this title if they're going towards Bianca versus Charlotte at Mania? Yes. However, in the interim, I want EO to have a solid reign. I want to have some solid feuds. Give us Asuka versus EO. That's what everybody wants in the first place. It makes sense. Asuka lost to Bianca. EO got it because of Bianca. And Asuka can now have some kind of, you know, upsetness about that or whatever it might be. So give us, go there. Like, why, I just don't understand why EO is coming out as the champion. Yeah, why is for something she that really has nothing to do with her at this fight. point? It's yeah. done. It's done. So, but, if anyone has a fight to pick with you, it's Bianca, right? Uh, uh, yeah, and the other thing is, we already saw Bianca and Damage Control, mm -hmm. like 
over and over and over again, right? I think we got as much juice out of that feud as we possibly could when it happened on Raw. So this just feels a little disorganized, and I'm with you. It, it's weird that the champion's the one looking for a fight instead of people going after her, who has the title, as you pointed out. Uh, there are, you know, there, we got some updates on, on Kyrie. Stay tuned to Fightful Select for anything more concrete that might be coming out about that. But uh, there's a lot of names being rumored right now. Nia Dax, there's been rumors about her coming back and that she's training. So we'll see. We saw on NXT land, Cora Jade said she's starting a new women's Dexus coming up to the main roster, but then she deactivated her social media. Who the <laughs> heck knows what's going on there? I would like them to use some of the talent that they do have, like, you know, Isla Dawn and Alba Fire in the tag division. There's so many people Dewdrop. that are kind of sitting in the back. Dewdrop for sure, man. What are That's you doing right now. That feels like a swing and a miss. I'll give a shout out to Alex Pulowski, who said, well, Chelsea is auditioning all of these tag teammates. Like, yeah. she should end up with Dewdrop because that's just a, a perfect combination. And I, I agree. I, th I think that would be a great way to get her back have on Have Dewdrop be so serious and Chelsea not. Like, it just works. Oh, it just 100%. 100%. <laughs> Chelsea absolutely killing her return to WWE. We love to yeah. see it. Uh, we get three video packages in a row. I'm not going to really go through those. We can kind of talk about them more respective to their segments. So let's dive into AJ Styles with Michin Mia Yim uh, and Karrion Cross with Scarlett. Now, this was a feud that's been broiling. They kind of needed to, to blow it off. I think that all makes good and well sense, but I'm not quite sure why this has continued to this point. We get AJ Styles with the win here. He already won the first yeah. two of these. And I know commentary was doing their best to kind of give this some momentum. But the last time we saw these guys in the clean in the in the ring together, AJ won clean with a phenomenal forearm in about two minutes because it was at that MSG house show that had that really, really, really long bloodline, like 45 minute through line in it. Uh, so everything Correct. else got cut. Not kind of sure what's going on here, but AJ wins with the Styles Clash. We do get a nice spot in here with the 450 splash. Styles hits it and goes for the pin, and Scarlet puts Cross's foot on the ropes. Um, just kind of weird. I, I feel like you have AJ Styles, one of the best in the world, carrying Cross, who they've they've really been trying to get behind and adjust the right. presentation as things have not been working. But this angle has really felt like it didn't do anything productive for for either party. Like it just has felt kind of more like it's it's spinning its wheels kind of thing. Um, but. What did you think of this match? And I guess where do you want to see these guys move on to? Because I think this is finally in our rear view. I, so I was actually saying this to myself earlier, but I was like, whenever someone views at AJ Styles, like it's typically a big deal. Like it's AJ Styles, right? And I feel like it typically has some level of importance. And throughout this whole feud, I've just, I have not cared. I have not cared at all, and I don't know why. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, Karrion Cross before he came back, I thought his presentation, like on NXT, I thought his presentation was amazing. Um, and I, I, I just, I'm not feeling it. And they keep doing these video packages for him. And I'm like, I just, it's not working for me. I, I can only speak for myself. Um, I have no problem with the man. I think if they had the right, uh, mix of, of, of feud for him. I feel like it would be more important, but right, I just was not feeling this feud the whole time. 
The only person I was happy for was Meechin because she was getting some TV time and she yeah. was getting some licks in. And I was like, okay, good. Like, but I just was not caring about this. And I don't, I don't quite know why, uh, to be honest. Because AJ Styles is always phenomenal. Hey. Um, <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. I was glad to kind of see it blow off. I hope it's done. To your point, as far as where they should go next, I don't know. I mean, AJ Styles is face, so I don't know. I kind of want to see him go after Roman. Oh, okay. You want him sneaking up into the title picture? I'll take that. Uh, I will say that I think part of the problem you probably had getting invested in this was AJ won all three matches. That's really hard to pull off and make somebody invest in a feud. Uh, that happened with Seth and Cody. So I yeah. feel like that's a really, really rare thing. And I feel like because of the Cody injury angle and the way that that match almost like stood on its own, uh, yeah. that was such like a unique circumstance that I think it worked there. But it's very hard to make somebody wins all three matches a feud that is compelling and especially – the wind kind of did get taken out of its sails in, in that second match where it was just like, even if you were invested, which I kind of wasn't really either, even if you were, it was kind of like that that middle match really didn't do anything and uh, definitely didn't elevate the story or or either of these performers, unfortunately. Like, to your point, you had Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins, but it's Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. Like, if Seth loses three in a row, he's still Seth Rollins, right? Like, that's not going to hurt that man. If Karrion Cross loses three matches in a row, that's going to hurt him. He's not at a Seth Rollins level. You know what I mean? And yeah, to me, there's a way to put people over in loss. And it just wasn't happening. Like, I don't know if it just, the chemistry just wasn't there. Like the, the mix match. And again, if you're doing these video packages that are seemingly kind of like demonic and, and scary and like, I'm tough. and But he keeps losing. You're kind of like... Okay, maybe enough with the video packages and work on something else. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> do you see it what I'm saying? Like, it's just not working. Unless he's going to have some kind of win streak. It's like Bray Wyatt, right? Like, he, he had these video packages, but he was made to seem like this really big bad guy. Karrion Cross does not feel that way to me. He, he well, just I, doesn't. I think part of what works with Bray is, even if he loses, he's so calculated and manipulative and weird like it's not about winning as much as it is as it is about like hurting this person or whatever yeah exactly the the mental aspect of it part of my thing with Carrie Cross and Scarlet from the beginning was like okay are you a witch like I just (laughs) uh like there's nothing supernatural happening here but you're bringing out tarot cards and I think there was missed one time like there's no clarity around the presentation in yeah. um, what that is. So if you don't have anything supernatural about this, but you are on the spookier side, to your point, you need the winds to back that up because otherwise it kind of falls apart. Like it, it doesn't really click in as well. So I am with you on if that. If there's any stuff. spooky guy, I don't, I don't know if spooky is the right word, but you know what I mean? Like mysterious guy that's come in. It's just like just straight up loss. Like Kane got wins. Undertaker got wins. Bray got wins. I'm just like, okay, like, what are we doing with Karrion Cross? Uh, yeah, the just, only other ones losing are on NXT, and it also feels like it doesn't work for me. Like, I, I don't think schism yeah. works when you aren't winning. They've gotten a little bit better about getting those stories back on track because there's internal friction now. But to right. your point, it's like, 
it becomes you look like a party city gimmick really fast if you don't yes. win because it's like I have to go to this extra layer to buy into you anyway because you're telling me that you don't operate in literally the same world as I do. So um, Bray's kind of the only one that because his motivations are different, I feel like can can kind of. And they do a good job of explaining that his motivations are different. That's why yes. it's believable, you know. So I don't know. I don't know what Karrion Cross does next. Like I said, AJ Styles. I kind of hope he's kind of the next loss or win, I should say, for Roman. Uh, but I feel like their feud could be great. Um, I don't know what Karrion Cross is next, to be honest. <laughs> Some people yeah, say they want to start know. a faction, but I'm like, who? I also would Ooh. argue that it's not working, and I feel like starting a faction with something that's not working is a dangerous little game because uh, that could get that could get really messy if now for one or two people it's not working. Now it's like, now it's not working for five people. Like, don't <laughs> think that's the way to go on this, but we will see what is next in store for them. And then we get a return of a Hall of Famer here, Steph, <gasps> as confirmed by Fightful Select earlier today. We get Edge return. There you go. You get love singing on here too when I'm on. I love it. <laughs> I love a good karaoke session, especially with banger themes. Like, come on. Like, Edge's theme hits. You know what's up. He makes his end. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Place goes nuts. Absolutely adore this. Um, I love that he kind of acknowledges right off the bat, like, hey, I know my 25th anniversary thing is in Toronto next week, but I had to come here. Uh, I really, really liked this. This was probably the high point of the show for me. This just felt very, very, very sincere, which to me has always been Edge's strength is like making things feel very real on the mic. That was kind of what I didn't like with Judgment Day was I felt like that was a little out of the wheelhouse of what he's best at. And never mind, like the booking didn't make sense. But even from a promo perspective, like Edge gets me right in the feels when he's doing stuff like this. And I yep. really, really appreciated this. Um, I was tearing he, up. I was like, really? It was really like, night? yeah, yeah. Am I my feelings on a Friday night about <laughs> wrestling right now? <laughs> I loved it. But we get um, this really nice uh, back and forth with him and Seamus where they're, they're kind of teasing each other a little bit. But we get Edge telling the story about how he was on Seamus's kind of social media blog uh, series and that they were doing this like cool dirt bike thing. And um, we get like this really beautiful thing of him alluding to, this was the moment that he realized like he should get back in the ring. Um, It was because of being wiped out on the side here. Like, well, if he can do that, he can take bumps. Right. And that was when the light bulb went off for him. He put Seamus over beautifully here as a person, as a friend and, as someone who legitimately was trying to help him get back in the ring when he was trading, he talks about them beating the shit out of each other. Like really, really nice, uh, feel good and authentic feeling stuff going on here. Love the return story that we got from Seamus talking about how, when he was 
uh, chasing his dreams. He went to talk to people in WWE and everybody kind of was blowing him off, not really giving him the light of day, but that Edge was the only guy to talk to Sheamus. Just really sincere and really beautifully done. It seems like there's a lot of genuine love for yeah. each other in this. I like that this is just kind of like a respectful feud that Edge, um, you know, at, at this stage in his career can can make calls like that. I just, I thought that was a really nice way to go about it. I'm looking forward to the matches as well. Like, I think it'll be really good, but um, I'm an in-ring gal. So I, I like a like gentleman's respect feud and, and things like that. Like um, I don't always need so much animosity all the time between everything. I, I like this a lot. Um, good, good, good stuff yeah. from my perspective. Also, just a nice shot in the arm to the product, right? You got Edge coming back. The crowd was going bananas. Toronto is going to be even crazier next week. What were your thoughts on this segment and a returning Edge? You you froze there for a second. Can you hear me? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I was like, hello? Um, I was just throwing it over to you. Okay, no, I absolutely love this segment. I, I'm not kidding. I was literally tearing up, like eating dinner. Um, so I, I'm kind of, it's kind of, I'm kind of in disbelief that they've never had a match before. But I'm like, I guess they haven't on on TV for sure. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be amazing, an amazing match. But more so, is this truly a respect match? Because the way this sounded like is like Edge is starting to do kind of like his farewell tour. Like he's kind of giving back to all the people that maybe helped him uh, get back. And so I'm like, is this the start of that? Is this like, he's just going to go against everyone he respects? Um, or is there more to this? Are we getting Seamus turning? Are we getting, you know, I, I'm always skeptical in, in pro wrestling if something's truly heartfelt. Because I'm like, sure. okay, this is Edge, right? One of the greatest hills. Seamus is also a great hill when he needs to be. So I'm like, uh, is this going to be, oh, I respect you. And then, you know, they kick each other's ass you know, when her back's turned. So I'm looking forward to it. I just kind of want to see where it goes. Um, I think the match is going to be amazing. Uh, you know, Seamus is just a great a great partner across the ring uh, for anyone who, who needs a worker. He's just, he's amazing. So uh, as he says, it's going to be a banger, y'all. After banger, after Fair. banger after for Seamus. So. After banger. Good stuff happening here. And we move right along to LA Knight and Top Dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> Sorry. I... I think this was like, just an course, excuse to right? get LA Knight on the show for the audience. Yeah. For being honest. That's all this was. <laughs> Why is he picking on Top Dollar all this much? Like, it's a very, very weird thing. Uncle that Phil. His name's Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. <laughs> like, those promos were great, but I think happened on main event or like on a dark segment. Uh, I uh -huh. don't understand how you have arguably the most organic baby face in the business right now. And I say organic, like I feel like Cody came in as a top guy. He was treated like a top guy, whatever. LA Knight yep. has had uh, one of those rises that is inexplicable other than the fact that he's really good at his job and people were cheering for him. This man yep. got cheered against Rey Mysterio. That is how yep. over this guy is. And you have him, what it was the blunt force trauma here in a two minute squash, but like 
how the hell is this guy in a program? And we saw him start something with The Miz on Monday, and there's no carryover to it here. So he I didn't just mention don't... him. He didn't mention him in the promo. He was he like, did, but like, even if you're awesome or Uncle Phil, I'm like, I, I'm assuming because he is so over, they're gonna do the thing where he appears on both shows, kind of gives the audience, you know, both audience for Raw and SmackDown what they want. But so he has a program on Raw. Obviously, he's going in there with the Miz. Is he gonna go after Ray? Uh, I, I don't know. Because a lot of people thought he was gonna be Austin Theory, but now Ray has the title. So did I, don't I know. think that? Yeah, I did. I was. It yeah. Makes, it just makes a tremendous amount of sense to have LA Knight be a mid card champion. If you're not gonna give him money in the bank. Why is this guy not a mid-card champion? Especially, like, at his age or whatever you want to say. Like, this guy with his style on the mic who can make a mid-card title feel like the most important title, competing with the Bloodline storyline at the same time in a title that is not defended that often is, yeah. like, the most perfect recipe that you could have. And I forewent that, and I was like, all right, if they don't want to do that, Santos Escobar is a great choice to take it off of Austin Theory. And then tonight... We get Rey Mysterio doing it. So I don't know what the hell they're doing. But LA Knight has beaten a Rey Mysterio before. He has. So and maybe that's the play. Maybe he's like, I've beat you before and let's do this. Man, I, oh I, man, I, I think it's a way for them to get it back on uh, Dominic. I really do. You and think I, so? I do. I think this is what reignites their feud. I think you're going to have Dominic lose his North American he, title. Reignite the feud, though? Like... Aren't we done? He beat him at Mania. At Mania. It's done. Yeah, but they kind of reignited it on NXT. I know. Uh, I don't know, man. This is... I was actually kind of hoping he's going to put Escobar you... over. That's what I was kind of hoping. Is that this there... is... Ray wants to put Escobar over himself, and this is how you get there. But I don't... I mean, LWO was not something I want to see get broken up, and I don't want to see Escobar turn heel out of that, right? Like, well, it could be a respect thing, just like their match was. Like, but their match never got a final ending, so I'm like, he could be like, "Hey, we never had our match." Like, do you see them? I, I don't know. Yeah, you could. You definitely could too. Especially, I wonder if Ray is actually getting closer to retirement. Like, that could very well be kind of like the match she wants to go out on if it's not to Dominic or like. He the real match to make before it to the 40. kid match. He's 38? I think he's 38. No. Ray Mysterio? Yeah, right? No, he's older than that. I said 38. Right? I meant 48. Sorry. Didn't he say he wanted to make it to like 50? I thought he said he wanted to make it to 50. It was a it was a zero at the end. I'm pretty sure he said 50. Because I'm like, he's close. But I'm like, he wants to make it to 50? I believe, hey, there's a lot of Look, people. Look, that man's that are, moving. Yeah, I was going to say, he's moving pretty damn well, a lot better than people 10 moving. years ago. I can't move like that. My yeah. 30s. Let's just respect, sir. Respect. <laughs> My goodness. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that is, but this is what we got for LA Knight. He's out there to pop the crowd. I think a feud proper with The Miz makes sense. So hopefully they, um, you know, carry that over but it's just very weird that he's got this huge long-standing issue with a stable that has not been on tv it's a very odd correct thing. 
Correct. We got a chat from Wapatapa saying greetings from Nakasolanga. Well, thank you. Nakasangola. I can talk and read. No problem. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the chat, guys. Get in your super chats and humper chats if there's anything that you want to talk about. Um, I think a lot of what's on the back of the card might be the thing that is causing some interest today. Uh, we are also going to remind you to subscribe to Fightful Select at FightfulSelect.com. Plenty of news coming out there. I know about a hot little scoop that's coming your way tomorrow, <gasps> probably before mm. collision. We're going to want to keep an eye out for that one. That's going to be a really a fun and a happy one, I, I think. It'll be a uh, refreshing thing that is one of those more universally happy stories. So keep an eye out I for I appreciate this. Those are my favorite. They are, they're my favorite, too, when everybody's just legit excited about something. It, it is the best. Uh, we got a couple more video packages here. We get a Hulk Hogan one. And let me tell you, of all the things that I don't have anything to say about, Hulk Hogan's birthday is probably at the top of that list. But if there's anything you want to comment on, it happened. What, 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 what would Iron Sheik say? Rest in peace, sir. What would Iron Sheik say? They should make bracelets. They should make those, <laughs> they really like, should. those WWJD bracelets. Yes. They should have what, what would Iron, Iron Sheik, Sheik do? say ones. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> That's that look, I understand uh, Hulk Hogan's incredible legacy to the industry, blah, 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 blah. I don't need a video package about his birthday. I'm it was good. like very short. I, I, I don't have like a problem with this. I just don't care. So I don't have anything to say about it. Great. Video package to the video package guy. There you go. But one thing I very much care about is Bobby Lashley and all of his awesome suits because Steph, He's giving out suits to the Street Profits. All right. They look great. Yep. yep. Yesterday, yep. I get to review a really good episode of ROH, and I see Maria Canellis, mm. and she's in this like Barbie power suit. And all I can think Ooh. about is uh, I want Bobby Lashley to gift me a Barbie power suit. I feel like Girl. If he's got money Girl, to be I got the at hookup. What are you talking about? Oh my gosh, you do. I already told you. It's I was true. Like, do you want me to get with King Troy? And I will, I will Please see do. if he can find you a Barbie power suit. But and I don't, I, I don't, I'm I don't sure Seth wore like, one actually at one point. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I can't have that one because he'll look better than me. But <laughs> I also like it's not to beggars can't be choosers here. But I feel like Bobby Lashley should be the one to give it to me. I feel like <laughs> you want a specific, you want one specifically. I want him to want from, to give me the suit. Gotcha. <laughs> Gotcha. He's coming out here with all right, y'all. You heard her, so I need you all to at Bobby Lashley and ask him to give Bobby a Barbie power suit if he has an extra one. The least he could do. He's giving them away by the racks here, Steph. And he, in this promo, says that one of the things that bothers him the most is wasted potential. And I feel like there's a lot of potential. For me in a Barbie power suit. That's all I'm saying. If you are a man of your word, Bobby Lashley, you will send me a Barbie power suit I'm because you don't want to see me waste all this Barbie potential. I got blonde hair. I can switch from a red lipstick to a pink one in a second. I'm here for the Barbie movie. Like, I'm just saying. But we do get a nice little segment here. It yes. does break my heart that Cedric and Shelton are not involved in this, at least yet. But Bobby Lashley... Talking to the street prophet, saying exactly what I was kind of saying—that untapped potential makes him sad—and street prophets have a ton of it. 
They reflect on how great last week was. And they acknowledge that there's championships that they should be chasing, which I really like. Like the Street Profits yes. should feel important most of the time, either in a title picture or title picture adjacent. We don't know what's going on with the men's tag titles right now. Um, I'm going to just ask you, I'm like, how do you feel about that? Because I'm at the point where I love KO and, and Sammy regardless, but I'm at the point where I'm like, split the titles back up. Like, I, I just feel like there are enough men's teams, uh, tag teams, to split them back up. Uh, and I feel like that would give the SmackDown guys something to fight for, the Raw guys something to fight for. Um, I don't know, because everything's kind of just in waiting. I mean, obviously you have KO injured, now Sammy injured. It's like, so what do you do? With the women, they make them forfeit them. So I'm like, are you going to make them forfeit the titles? I doubt it. It's KO and Sami Zayn. Uh, so it would be a shame because it is two of your most over baby faces in a really, really long time. It's refreshing right now that for a company that was starved for them, you have Cody, you have LA Knight, you have Sami Zayn, you have Kevin Owens. Like we are seeing a refreshing rise in baby faces, which was this was yes. a thirsty product for them. So very, yes. very glad to see it. I don't know if the Sami injury is a work or not. Um, his elbow, his elbow looked, looks horrible, but I don't know. It did, but wrestlers often get like, it's gross, but a lot of wrestlers get <laughs> fluid that's just like locked up in there and they have to get it drained a lot. I feel bad for them because it's apparently a pretty painful shot, yeah. but like it might've just been that and an angle. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know if they're banged up or if they're injured or what that's going to look like, but I agree with you either way on splitting the titles. I feel like with the tag titles, especially when you have them split up, it just feels more important to like, you, you just get so many more people on screen when you have two separate tag divisions that are being utilized properly. Now, I don't know if they would utilize them properly, unfortunately, but right. <laughs> um, oh my, and that's, and that's the key. <laughs> yeah. And yes. I, I think some of my frustration with the men's tag titles is it hasn't felt like KO and Sammy have really been in a story of their own with them. Not Save, since the Usos. Not since the Usos and kind of the pretty deadly story. Like that was that was fun, but it didn't feel like anything I was super invested in. Like it's kind of Imperium. Lot... Imperium was fun. It was like the I enjoyed the backstage segments of them and Imperium more than the matches that they had. <laughs> like yeah, the backstage well, segments with them just showing up out of nowhere and KO just being pissed off. Like the story became KO's like hot temper versus the actual tag titles. That was kind of- It did. And let me tell you, okay. Kevin Owens hating wrestling tropes is for me Amazing. gold. Um, oh, sorry. My white girl light went out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We're back in business. Um, not white girl light. My white girl oh, light is that's gone. Amazing. Um, sorry. So- <laughs> So I'm with you on Hashtag white girl light. Go ahead and hashtag that, y'all. White girl light. They're not ring lights. They're white girl light. Um, I I even feel like in that, it was so much about like Riddle and Gunther and that whole storyline. Like, I don't want the tag titles to be lackeys for other people. Like, I want the tag titles. He liked tag titles. Now, we've seen the tag titles main eventing more than they ever have across all of wrestling. So I'm very excited about this. But um, I do want to see... A little more meat on the bone with our tag champions if and when they are fully available. But here, the Street Profits, 
Street Profits versus KO and Sammy sounds like a whole heck of a lot of fun to me. I don't know about you. Like I am into that idea. Yeah. And I want it and I want it to main event something, please. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) I think that would be uh I'm intrigued because I I truly have no idea what they're gonna do with Survivor series. Um I know. Is NXT involved? Have we heard anything about that? No, we've still got time, but it's kind of interesting because there's a few there's more factions in play now than there often have been in more recent years. Like you do have LWO bloodlines, obviously falling apart, but you have judgment day. Um, so I'm, I'm intrigued to see it, how they choose to build that out. They do have William Regal back in their employee. So I'm hoping we, I was just about to say like the most important question and scoop that I need Sean to get is if Regal is going to be back on TV in time to just literally say war games. That's, that's, that's all I need him to say. Nothing else. We need that. And (laughs) God bless you, Tony Khan, if it's like an on-screen no-compete thing from letting him out of his contract, like, you need to waive it. Because it's just, it's just wrong. Correct. Tony, come on, man. It's been, it's been enough time. Let's just, we need him him back in time for war games. We do. We do. He's not going to be hitting on any commentators. It's not going to be anything like that. We just need that war games uh, (laughs) being said the proper way, but We'll move on to a recap of everything with this U.S. title picture that happens tonight. We have Kayla Braxton interviewing Santos Escobar backstage. Escobar says he's feeling confident about his match. And as he's talking, he gets suplexed by Austin Theory onto a traveling case, which cannot have felt fun. Uh, He slams the case onto Escobar's knee, and we get the end of the segment there. Later, we get Kathy Kelly, the delightful, beautiful, wonderful Kathy Kelly, uh, saying she wasn't sure if Escobar was going to be able to make the match. They're talking about that, and Rey Mysterio appears, and this is when I knew this was going to go off the rails. (laughs) He says Escobar is going to make it to the match. Uh, At first, I was like, oh no, is Austin Theory retaining? And they had this beatdown with Escobar as a way to protect him. Uh, but it did remind me that we saw Rey Mysterio on NXT. He's medically cleared at this point. This is probably the entryway for Rey Mysterio. And we got Escobar walking to the ring, but Theory attacking him from behind. Felt like a little bit too much of a beat down on Santos Escobar today. Like, hey, if this guy beats you <laughs> backstage, you might want to have eyes out, and you have a bunch of friends in your faction who should have eyes out for you. Right. Correct. The rest of the LWO... Do come down here, but a little bit too late. Uh, Theory is on the mic saying he's apologizing to the audience that they won't get to see Theory live. Um, mm. And Adam Pierce decides to insert Rey Mysterio into the match instead. Uh, here's my bigger problem with this. Okay, I, I don't like any of that because uh, it feels like lazy creative. And I also, just personally for me and me alone, and I love Rey Mysterio. I'm ready for a Santos Escobar title, Ray. Like, I'm ready for me Santos too. Escobar to have like, something That's literally to what do. I was hoping for. Because I'll yeah. be honest, y'all. Like, I'm sorry if there's any Theory fans in the in the chat. But it just wasn't working anymore for me. It wasn't really working for me in the first place. But, like, it, it just, it, it, was, it was time for him to drop it. So I really thought it was going to be Santos. And I was really excited. And I was really hoping that he was going to get his first like main roster title reign. And I'm just like, not that I don't love Ray and I'm all good with it, but I'm like, like I told her, like I was talking about earlier, I'm really hoping 
this is leading to Ray putting Escobar over um, just as a sign of respect. You know what I mean? Or, or whatever. That's sure. what I'm hoping. To your point, you didn't brought up the fact that, you know, they just kind of reignited the feud on NXT with him and Dom. And I'm just like, <sighs> it might lead to Dominic holding this title. I, I don't I don't know. I'm really hoping it's for Santos. If it has to be for somebody, I'm hoping it's for Santos. And I back to your point about LA Knight too, like it's just weird that we forwent LA Knight <sighs> holding this title to have Rey Mysterio have it. So I will say I don't this. know what's going on with that. I still believe, and I've been saying this for months. Go back and check my tweets. Uh I really do believe LA Knight's winning Rumble. And so I'm just kind of like, maybe there's waiting. They just want him to get that big win, you know, whatever. And maybe that's what they're waiting for. I don't know. But they want him to have a huge pop, whatever it might be. Rumble is one of the biggest pops you can get when you win it. And that would be insane. So I, they might be be foregoing this whole mid-card title thing for him and just sending him straight on to world title. Man, that's so tough, though, because a couple of things. One, when you are organically this white hot, sometimes that loses momentum. They're not all Brian Danielson level things where people are going to be behind you for that long. So if you're saying we got to wait till Rumble for anything to happen with this guy, man, I think that's a risky little game to begin with. And for him to do what? Challenge Seth? challenge Damian challenge Priest Seth. at some point like so, I don't know man I feel like there's so many ways you can get there and I'm also not convinced he doesn't that he wins Rumble I think maybe Elimination Chamber but I think mm. at this point it feels like Rumble's gonna go to something to do with the bloodline because it just doesn't feel like Roman's ever dropping has to title. be Cody right or I, Cody I, yeah I, Cody I from know. the one slot probably to do it the right way instead I can of see I'm like, I can see Cody winning so he could be the first you know not first but one of the two-time Royal Rumble winners. I I don't know. I, I don't know. The LA Knight thing is difficult. So uh, LA Knight's rise reminds me a lot of Becky's. Um, and she was able to stay hot for a certain period of time, right? All the way through uh, Rumble, Mania, whatever. Despite horrible booking up to Mania. Um, her main event Mania. I think he could do it. I think he has the charisma to do it. Um, you know, her turn happened at SummerSlam and it kind of grew from there. He's been kind of rising maybe since January, February, ever, whenever he turned back to, I mean, he was already popular at NXT. Whenever he turned back to LA Knight from, uh, Max or whatever his name was, I don't remember anymore, which was, I think last October. Eli Drake and yeah, the, like his impact run, this was kind of more reminiscent of, but yeah. Um, but Oh, I think you, I'm sorry. Max That's Dupree. about the Dupree yeah, thing. Thank yeah. you. Uh, I, I think I just tried to block turn... that out of my mind. For <laughs> she was like, that doesn't compute. Um, <laughs> no. So whenever he turned back to LA Knight, which I think he said was like October or fall of last year, like he automatically was kind of hot. And then just it just rose from there, right? So I think he has a year. Uh, and I say that by I think he has a year. They have a year. To, to figure this out with him. I think he has the charisma to hold on to it, but they have, you're right. Like they have to do something or give him a really hot view. Now I will say if you want to be put over huge and you want a good statement made, you put, you, you put someone up against the Miz. 
right? The Miz is that guy uh, that you call. And I think this is a good interim feud for him, but he does have to eventually get into a title picture or at least, you know, tease it or whatever it might be because people have to be given a reason to stay behind him despite his booking, whatever it might be. Um, and for me personally, I would love to see him win Rumble. I think that would be one of the hugest pops in Rumble history if he won. Um, but to your point, it all depends on what's going on with the bloodline. Um, so yeah. I, I don't know. I, that's that's kind of where I get a little bit nervous with it. But we've got some people that send in some chats. Thank you so much for your support today. Ryan Fields saying Ray Mysterio should be nowhere near the U.S. titles. Feels like it should have been L.A. Knight's moment. At least Santos Escobar's to me. Um, I And I just also feel like the other piece of this stuff that we didn't even talk about was this was a two-minute and ten-second match. You yeah. had months yeah. of an Austin Theory title reign. The only thing that works for me with this guy for this entire time has been his in-ring. This yeah. is, you squash him to end it? That's bananas. We got him winning with the 619 after Austin Theory has the first one uh, scouted and, and gets out of the way of it. But I just don't understand. Like, you invested months and months into this title reign with this guy for him to be beaten by an opponent who was supposed to be unprepared to face him tonight. There was no game plan going into this. This was supposed to be Escobar's match. Like, it is Hall of Famer Rey Mysterio, though. It is Hall of Famer Rey Mysterio. <laughs> but like, no, I, I, it would be less believable if it was Santos who beat him in two minutes. But it is Rey. I mean, I'll give, to your point, I get it. Like, what? But I knew this was over when they threw him into that battle royale with this championship. I was like, well. Yeah, no, this was this this is done. This he is, was this is over. Definitely <laughs> losing either way, but man, like I I just it made me feel really bad for him actually because I was like they he took this off of Seth and he fought John Cena and like mm -hmm. for it to end in two minutes and ten seconds to a opponent he wasn't even supposed to be facing, man, yeah. on a SmackDown, not even at a pay-per-view, yikes, like that is rough. That is right. Waiting for John I, okay, Cena to tweet him. something saying "I told you so" or something. <laughs> Austin Theory. I'm waiting I, for it. Come I on, feel John. like he just never recovered from that. To be honest, like I, it he never didn't. felt like like Escobar. Um, I'm sorry, not Escobar. Theory. But Theory recovered from it, and I was thinking like the transference to Santos would be such a a good one because it's someone that the crowd is authentically behind. So I don't know, man. This is. A weird one, but Taylor Cannon saying, I love Rey Mysterio, have since he was in WCW. However, he didn't need to win that match. Also, the ending was interesting. I, yeah. there is like a place where Santos Escobar can come in here and in a friendly way say, you know, Adam Pierce decided that you get to fill this spot, not me. Like I, mm -hmm. I wasn't the one that made this decision. Um, so there, there could be a way to do it that way. And there could be a, a nice way to get it over to Santos Escobar, but this this just feels like such a, a stalling tactic. It makes me really nervous that this is going to be Dominic Mysterio's in like three months from now. Like, I'm I just I, this is one of those ones where you're right. Like I, you're really trying to figure out where they're going here. Um, like what? Like in the original match where Ray got injured, what was Ray originally supposed to win? That do, do you see what I'm saying? This was like just their way of getting it, it back yeah. to him. 
because I'm just like, it just didn't make any sense, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Because let's just say Santos won it, just to give him the accolade. And then, you know, down the line, him and Ray have like this match and saying like, you know, respect. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's not making sense to me right now. I think you're right. I think Ray was supposed to win that I that initial match for sure. For sure. Because yeah. this, even the pacing of it, like them waiting for Ray to get back from injury to do it here is is just feels, smells like they had different plans for it originally. But Orion Ben yeah. adding a couple bucks in here saying adding money for Steph and KEO Sky entrances. Yes. <laughs> please, Thank oh you. please. We want more of those. But but that's what we get. That's how Austin Theory's Tyler Rain ends in two minutes and ten seconds on a random episode of SmackDown. Just rough. It's crazy though. Like, just everyone go back and watch that John Cena promo against Austin Theory. He basically told him exactly what was going to happen if he beat him at WrestleMania, and it's exactly what happened. And I'm just like, I want John Cena to tweet him. I told you so. Like, I, I want it. I want it to happen. Calling it out. I'm waiting for it. He said, you have everything to lose if you beat me. That's true. It's true. We got some people who are popping over, I think, because Rampage is done. We get a little bit of a pickup after that, it seems. Uh, Kylie saying, hi, I hope you all are well. I hope you are doing well, too. We love the support. Thank you so much. But we move on to the segment that everyone was asking about in the chat. Is Jey Uso really gone? I don't think so. You can check the resources uh, tab on Fightful.com. Not even Fightful Select. That's a, a free resource for you for any contract news and updates there. But we have the, the big fact that they kept him on TV, guys. Well, he's. I think maybe this is. Well, let's get into it. Let's talk let's about this segment, it. and and we'll talk about where we think it's going. Yes. But we do have a couple of chats off the bat. Anthony Velasquez, thank you so much for chiming in here, saying. Don't know how to feel about the main event segment. I appreciate Jimmy not rejoining the bloodline, but a mix about the rest of the segment. Matt Raikiel saying, what's up, Kate and Stephanie? Is Jay quitting the way to get to Jay and Jimmy for Mania 40? Uh, I am going to run down the segment and then we can dive in. But (laughs) we've got Roman Reigns making his entrance with Solo and Roman because of commercial and way too long, way too long. (laughs) Could have had another women's match in here. I always say that. Uh, but we have Roman saying that he owes Jimmy, essentially. What does he want? A car? A yacht? He doesn't want... Um, I'll take a yacht, sir. I'll kick someone I'm asking in the face for, for you. See Look. how reasonable me asking for a suit is? We got Steph over right? here asking for yachts. I mean, if he's giving Come them on. out. If he's going to just give out the yachts. I, I, look, first of all, I live in Arizona. There's no water. So I don't know where I'm going to put it, but I'll take one if you're just going to hand them out. I uh, I, I would take a yacht over a power suit. I will say that. I will I will go ahead and, and switch gears if Roman's giving out yachts and cars. I really want a turquoise Jeep. That's my latest thing. But uh, Jimmy says it's not anything about Roman. It has nothing to do with him. And Roman can't wrap his head around that. He's I like, want nothing from you, man. That's what he said. You- <laughs> Sorry. Alarmingly accurate, actually, but uh, <laughs> he says, "Is it not material things? Do you what do you want? You want power? What can I do for you?" Um, and Jimmy doesn't want any of those things. We do get Jay entering 
And Jimmy explains that he didn't want Jay to win because then what becomes of the Usos? He loves Jay. He didn't want to lose him. And he didn't want him to become an egotistical something, something asshole is what I heard. Yes. And (laughs) I feel like to the point of the super chat before, what it does accomplish is Jimmy's not going back to the bloodline because that would be terrible. Uh, But this just did not. I don't think there's anything they could have done to sell me on the idea that this was Mm. the correct creative way to go. So I'll just say that up front. Like I, from the get did not like Jimmy turning on Jay largely because he was the one to turn on Roman first. And he didn't turn on Jay. He just stopped Jay from becoming tribal chief. I mean, that's a turn. If I feel like if you're standing in the way of somebody winning the championship and by doing that, it's a betrayal. You're right. It's a betrayal. But he's saying he had good intentions. He didn't want to lose his brother. He didn't want to lose his soul. in their good intentions all the time, Stephanie. According to FightfulSelect.com, he's looking he at internally. He um, said, someone put the hashtag, give Stephanie a yacht, and I just love that person. Thank you. <laughs> give Sorry. Stephanie a yacht. We can start that campaign. Give Kate hashtag, a power suit. Give Stephanie, give a, Stephanie yacht. a yacht. Everyone give Jimmy common sense. People got their that, opinions please. today. <laughs> I kind of feel like, I don't know, maybe think of that, Jimmy, before you super kick Roman Reigns in the face. I mean, uh, here's my whole thing. Like, do they not talk? outside of their like yeah. smackdown like i feel like a lot of the stuff is resolved on smackdown and i'm like do you have to text each other and be like <laughs> hey bro i don't want you to sell your soul please don't do this yes. oh no it's cool like i got it like did they talk Listen, no i talked to my I sister show up and super kick the show the Roman. <laughs> and you it's fine sorry go on no i love it <laughs> i actually love that of like they don't see each other or talk to each other at all, except for when they're oh, like, there and like, when they hey, do, they're hey, violent. And there's where's Jimmy? Else. I don't know. I haven't talked to him. I haven't seen him anywhere. I'm like, do y'all not think about this shit before the TV show goes on? Do y'all not go, hey, let me try contacting. What are you doing oh, Saturday through Thursday? Yeah, no, I'm with you. Traveling, apparently, and you can't, there's no phone service. I guess not. I guess not, but <laughs> this just didn't... I. First, I didn't like the angle to begin with. So because of that, too, this did not feel like a satisfactory payoff for me. Now, there are people who liked this, and I feel like this is a stronger explanation than a lot of things that they could have given. So if you decide this is what you're going to give to me, I feel like this is about as logical of an explanation as you were able to give. I just don't buy it from the premise. So let me just clarify from like a taste perspective. This is so not the direction that I would have put things in. I think there Mm. are fundamentally flawed pieces of this story. And it does feel to me, I'm not going to say the Jim the shark thing, because that just got overblown. But it does feel like to me, uh, this was the first. I haven't been online. Who's saying that? Oh, you're so much smarter than me. The whole timeline? The whole time, it was more mm-hmm. after SummerSlam where people were just like, nah, this jumped the shark. Like, they, they stuck oh. in this too long. But I do feel like this is the first thing that feels like a solid misstep in the wrong direction, in, in my opinion. There's been stuff about it that I haven't loved. I think Roman should have split the titles for us to get to this point. Things like that. This is the right. first thing that I feel like is wrong from the wrestling perspective and not just the way that I prefer that they do things. So I'm just, I'm confused. 
I'm okay. So I was actually okay with the, I don't want you to turn into this asshole, right? Like that's that a was good. older brother yeah. looking out for his younger brother. I, I was actually okay with that. I was okay with the fact that, you know, right now he's pissed at him. Don't want anything to do with him. Fine with it. I've been pissed at my brother's siblings too, right? What I don't understand is the, I'm out of blood, I'm out of SmackDown, I'm out of WWE. I'm like, why? why so there is an inherent problem that your contract doesn't end because you feel like it um so unless you were (laughs) contracted and your contract had a very strange contingency that the length you were contracted for was as long as you were on good terms with your brother in the bloodline that is not Mm -hmm. how things work uh but him kate what do you mean he unprofessionally and summarily Walked out of tonight's main event. Uh, I, this is not. Uh, but why? That's my that's my question. Why? Like I understand that you don't want to be with Roman. I understand you don't want to be with your brother. So you quit your job. Yeah. Why would he stick around? What's there to stick around for? He's he's not getting the no, title. Right. His family is abandoning him. I don't know. That's wrong. That we know that the draft has very strict rules. So. All right, LA Knight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I do. I just don't understand why. I guess what I'm trying to say, like, and then people are like legit believing this man quit. Like they're like, well, oh God, some people really got. I'm like, guys, they wouldn't some... keep the camera on someone if they like shoot quit on TV. Like, no, they would they shame the camera on him the whole time. We learned right. that through Sasha and Naomi. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, some people are clever and put up little thumbnails that make people ask that question stuff. Okay. Some people didn't see tonight's episode of SmackDown, but saw our post show and saw my clever thumbnail. Cause I had a cunning plan to use this to my advantage. Ooh, but ooh. if you're going to ask about it, you should be sending in super chats like <gasps> Anthony Velasquez did. Um, oh, but no, <laughs> you're good. You're all good. But. I just, it was a good way to keep Jimmy and the bloodline separate. It's a good way to keep Jimmy and Jay separate from Roman so that Roman can go away for a while, come back independent of this. Or fight Um, AJ Styles. Or fight AJ Styles. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Working on my agenda, people. My agenda. I, listen, I like your agenda. I'm not against it. I'm I'm here for AJ and and Roman. Maybe this is how they extend the bloodline story without being involved with each other for a little while. I think that's what we're going for. My other thing is where does Solo fit into this? Because that guy was one of the like most over pieces of this, and he's nailed every part of it coming up from NXT. And now yeah. I'm like, well, Roman just kind of goes away. They kind of goes away. Are we gonna get a Jimmy and Solo feud for no reason? Like that doesn't you could. really work. I, you, guess, I mean, you could. But... That would. I would love to see that. To be honest with you, and maybe that's where you continue through some of these smaller pay per views with um, Payback and Fastlane. Um, it's just all starting to feel very <clears throat> Kardashian. It just. I'm like, what? The, go to a family therapist. All right, get some help. <laughs> Don't talk you, to you want them to all get their stop hair with straightened. the family reunion. That's right. Yeah, and they're gonna be arguing about their weddings in Italy and all this stuff. I don't know, but I, uh, I just, yeah, I, it, it wasn't 
It was definitely not the worst case scenario, but it also just wasn't satisfying. What would you like to see? What would you like to see it go? Like where? What would you like to have been the reason Jimmy did that? I would have liked Solo to have turned on Robin at SummerSlam. Um, so I don't okay. think there. I don't think there is a reason they could have given me to justify this. This is so you didn't necessarily need Jimmy showing up and and interfering. You didn't want. No, and it it just also is starting to feel like. I mean, isn't that the third time we've seen someone show up in a black hoodie as a hooded figure to do this? And how many times are we going to see someone accidentally spear and accidentally super kick the wrong people? Like it is becoming very very paint by numbers for me, and and that's where I kind of have a problem with it. I get right. why people are still into it. This is probably the best explanation that you could have given. I just am not in on the idea that um, Jimmy would have turned on his brother, especially with the stakes being what they were. Like it, it just didn't didn't work right. for me. Um, like I don't, even if I don't, you don't want your brother to be come like Roman, wouldn't you stay by his side to make sure he doesn't? that part and there's been all this talk about you can choose your own wise man when you win like right um, i'm like he could have technically helped guide his brother so he doesn't turn into that if that was the case now now you're saying things and now it's all making me process things differently (laughs) and now i have different feelings i'm like fuck no it's good this is honestly this is what i like about having viewpoints of people that i view things differently than my i do because i like to um I love disagreeing with people for wrestling reasons. I think that's a whole bunch of fun. Uh, yes. We got a, a nice chat coming in here from Will Kism Chism saying, I love you guys. Thanks, Kyrie. We appreciate that. That's a, little, a very generous chat too. If Kyrie goes to WWE, what's her first match that you want to be? I want it to be EO Sky if she's coming back. Um, I feel like that's the, I, I feel like, her coming back is something that should feel like a big enough deal. It gets inserted into the, the title picture right away. Just um, give me the triple threat. Just give me the triple threat. Yeah, I'll take that. Asuka, Kyrie, and EO because they have history. I love that Cole brought up stardom when EO won. Like, let's not shy from it. And I don't want people saying, oh, just because they're Japanese. That, that's not why. They have no. the history there. And I feel like they could truly touch on that. And it would be an amazing match. And they all deserve that spotlight. And so I would love for her to show up thinking maybe she's with Asuka, right? They were tag partners when she left. They were tag partners. So maybe Asuka thinking that Kyrie's there to help her and just have Kyrie turn and be like, no, I'm going after you and I'm going after Io. And it's done. Like, that's what I would love to see. I just don't want her to fall back into the mold of the kind of sidekick person. She's too good for that. that I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. Um, Good stuff. That was our main event. I think I'm glad we talked through it. I'm glad I persuaded you to my side. No, I'm just kidding. I'm 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 like, now now I'm thinking about it too much. Now I'm over here like shit. Like maybe that didn't make sense. Welcome to my world. I just overthink about wrestling most of the day in my life. But to your point, there's a lot of good things that came out of that, right? Like Jimmy not teaming back up with Roman. The idea that your big brother would be looking out for your little brother is something that makes sense. And we've seen them allude to that relationship before. So I think there is a lot of good stuff that happened there. I just don't buy the... I preemptively kept you from getting the title and this guy that we've been 
rebelling against staying in power essentially in the process. But um, you raise a, so a lot maybe of really good points. This was his upfront explanation, but maybe a full hill turn is coming where he was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I just didn't want you to win. <laughs> yeah. And I like, honestly, like, you know? I, I'm somebody that prefers heels whose vantage points I can understand, if not empathize with. Like, I like it when a bad guy seems at least a little bit relatable and yeah. like someone that you would have met before, as opposed to like, I'm extremely evil and angry. Right. And like, I'm like, so I'm sure you relate to Dominic Mysterio. That's our show for today. Uh, thank you guys so much. Now we will give you a, uh, a rampage rundown because I got to talk to Sean about maybe switching us back to including rampage in the format. Cause there's a hundred more of you here than there were before, but we had Darby Allen defeating Brian Cage and Luchasaurus attacking Allen after the match while Christian watched from a teeny tiny backstage TV. Wow. Uh, Christian, I, I don't know why Luis didn't put our TNT champion Christian in here, but obviously, uh, Rude. show some Rude. respect to the champ there, Luis. Britt Baker interviewed here saying that she would defeat the bunny and go to all in. Mm. Eddie Kingston Patna having a promo from Japan where he promised to defend the New Japan Strong Openweight title anywhere. That's awesome. So happy for Eddie Kingston. I'm just like the biggest fan of his, and he had a really great G1. He's and just now awesome. He just, just is. Awesome. And now awesome. he gets to wrestle his hero at StarCast in Kawada. So that's just the best. But uh, Orange Cassidy defeating Johnny TV for the international title. Uh, Yuta and Cassidy agreeing to a match, a rematch for the belt on Dynamite Fight for the Fallen. Very cool stuff there. We get a mini video of ROH tag title history. I'm assuming that's deeper history than what's currently been going on. Uh, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie defeating the Outrunners and accepting MJF and Adam Cole's challenge. Jeff Jarrett pff, challenging Jeff <laughs> to, I'm sorry, am I reading this right? A Texas Chainsaw Massacre death match at Fight for the Fallen? That sounds like a lot. That that's sounds. a choice that they made. <laughs> that's a choice. <laughs> and we get another women's main event of the week. I love this. Soraya defeating uh, Sky Blue, Soraya Ruby, and <laughs> Marilyn Tony Storm, as uh, Louise calls her. My goodness, her coming out in those curlers on collision absolutely popped me. They attacked Sky Blue after the match, but what a special week. I think that's probably the first week we've had two women's main events on AEW programming. Clearly, Tony's trying to make awesome. a point here. He's, tr Definitely. He's, trying to, he's, trying to, he's trying to do some things. He's trying well, to... There is, um, you know, like, I, I think it's tough because we now know Jamie Hayter is going to be out for a very long time, right? So I think part right. of this getting stuck in the mud feeling, like, felt like we had a bunch of momentum and then it halted with the Jamie Hayter injury. Feels like we're yeah. getting unstuck, and I love to see that. So good yeah. stuff. Very excited for the ladies who are going to be appearing at All In and what that pay-per-view is going to bring because it is going to be the largest That crowd is going to be fucking insane it's gonna be nuts it's, it's going, going to be, be insane it's gonna be so loud like Wait. one thing AEW crowds and i'll i've I'm there, I'm not been to AEW show yet but one thing i love about their crowds is their excitement their their genuine just energy like it, it non-stop and so and i 
as a wrestling fan, I love that about a crowd. That's why I hate when there's dead crowds. Because I'm like, you paid money to sit on your fucking hands. Get up. Get up. <laughs> like, so I absolutely big, love that almost a, every AEW crowd, I think for me, for exception of a couple, are always just, in, they're in it. They're on it. And so that all-in crowd is going to be nuts. Like, I'm, I, want, I want to know if we're going to hear the commentators. To be honest with you. <laughs> I know. Honestly. I'm so excited to see what it brings. And it's just so so fun because this will be the first time the UK gets to see AEW live. Like that's just that's just a cool thing to have happen. When was the last time a new wrestling brand got to go somewhere? We were all shut down right. with wrestling during the pandemic. So just a, a very happy and healthy thing. And hey, wrestling is on fire across the board this week. It was number I'm one fire. on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday in the ratings. I'm guessing tonight it probably will be as well. Saturdays is a little bit tougher of a road to hoe, but wrestling is back, man. This is awesome. AEW is number one in the ratings a lot. WWE is number choices. one in the ratings. So many choices. So Good many stuff. things. So ROH many is number one on my streamings ratings on Thursday, so I will take it. But we've got Will chiming back in. Thank you so much for your generosity today, Will, saying also when Kyrie left, WWE Bailey took out Kyrie, so you can make EO choose between the two of them. That's a really, Ooh. really good point. And we know EO already has a little a little tension with Bailey. So that would be very interesting, actually. That would be fun. That would be a fun mm. way to kind of exacerbate it. But guys, that's our show for tonight. Stephanie, thank you so much for sitting in with me. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for having me. I always have well, a blast with Kate. Always. Thank you. Yeah, this is fun. I like having you on, especially because you were at SummerSlam. It was nice to, to get you on here just to get your viewpoint a little bit. But where can the good people yes. find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Hypes, Instagram at Stephanie Hypes with two S's. I'm on Serving Face and Hills every other Sunday on the True Hill Heat channel. And very, very soon, I'll be on 10 Count Media with Steve Fall. Uh, and we'll be doing some shows. We already do interviews and stuff like that um, from SummerSlam Weekend up on our YouTube. So follow us there. And you find me every now and then uh, talking to Kate over here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Go follow Steph on Twitter. She's one of the best followers you can have there. Just always putting out great, happy, positive stuff. Uh, definitely worth having in your feed a lot more than a lot of the stuff that sneaks in there anyway. But I will remind you guys, tomorrow is your collision post show as well. You're going to want to tune in for that. We've got the huge trios match between CM, FTR, and House of Black for the titles there. That's got Iridian and Riccicino and Cresta, who is just it's a fantastic three-person booth. I'll, I'll put that up there with Ian Riccoboni, <laughs> Kevin Kelly, and Nigel McGinnis any day of the week. Or Caprice Coleman. Nice. Throw him in there, too. He's great. Uh, but I uh, also would remind you to subscribe to Five Plus Select because something fun is coming and on its way, as well as so much more wrestling news. We've got our rundowns back, which is kind of nice. We finally have those in a more reliable spot than they've been. We had tons of news going into SummerSlam. We're going to have even more going into All In. Some uh, some storylines that were pitched for both Chris Jericho and for Kenny Omega already went up there. Check it out. Go to FiveFlessLife.com, the best $5 in the biz. But more importantly, have a safe and wonderful weekend. We will yes. see you tomorrow. Bye.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.